Where Nobody Knows Your Name is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. Hello and welcome to Where Nobody Knows Your Name, a Cheers podcast. I'm James. And I'm John. Today's episode is Pick a Con, Any Con. Episode 19. Aired on 24th of February, 1983. Way back when. Way back when. We're saying that quite a lot these days. Written by David... Angle. Angle. I don't recognise the name. I think this might be the first time he's read. This is the first time David Angle has written for Cheers, correct? Mm. What a good way to start it off. I think he plays with the characters really well. Coach certainly is coach in this episode. Oh, very much so. Well, with Coach before, we've seen him as a kind of father figure and family figure. In this episode, we've seen him vulnerable, but we've also kind of seen what his life is like without having the responsibilities to take care of others. Mm -hmm. So if he wasn't Sam's mentor and he wasn't a father... What he what would he be doing with his time? And we find out it was uh, playing cards and getting uh, swindled. Oh yeah, his friend uh, George. He's playing cards with him in the cold open. Sam and Diane are talking about it and saying how it's nice that coach has someone his own age to play cards with, and you know they're kind of trying to deduce each other's age, age and, yeah. and they're kind of flirting about it. And then Carla basically tells him, "Do you two think that you could put your glands on hold long enough?" <laughs> But yeah, so we find out Coach has had a friend who's who's been friends with for a while, probably about a month. Yes. They've been playing cards regularly. And we find out that Coach has been uh, conned. Mm. They realise this, and Sam's obviously really angry about this. Diane's horrified, and Coach is kind of a bit embarrassed about it. He doesn't quite want the help. I mean, he wants the help, but he, he doesn't want to put his friends through anything. Yeah. But the way that you catch a con is you con them. And who is the best con in uh, all of Cheers? Harry. Good Harry old the Harry hat. the Hat. So they go on a, a bit of a, a mission to find Harry. He's yeah. l- locked up in prison. They have to bail him out. And he uh, he agrees to help them catch a con. Yeah, to catch a con. Uh, pick a con, any con. I thought it was quite, <laughs> quite a nice title as well uh, because it's obviously a play on pick a card, any card. Fits in with that card games theme. Yes. But also yes. I thought it was quite nice in terms of... Uh, we talked last time we saw Harry the Hat, we looked a bit at his history, and he was a magician as a child, as a teenager. Oh, yeah, Harry Anderson was a mm. magician. In real life, so I thought it was quite a nice little tie-in with that and his background. Do you think they wrote it because they wanted Harry Anderson back, but they were like, well, we'll embrace what he can do? Well, he doesn't do much magic in the episode. No, but perhaps sleight of hand. Yeah, maybe. I think it's, it's a, a nice kind of thing as well, because it's... It's seeing Harry in a situation where there are multiple cons. It was watch- like watching Now You See Me or some other, you know, heist film. Oh, there was a lot going on. Uh, yeah, heist is a good word to describe it, kind of. Have you seen, like, The Sting as well? Yes. It kind of reminds me a little bit of The yeah. Sting, on a much lower scale. Yeah, <laughs> budget version of The Sting. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, really good, really good episode. Uh, I guess we'll break it down a little bit more. So when uh, Harry comes back to the bar to meet people to uh, find out the situation. Him, Coach and Sam have a bit of a discussion, plan out what they're gonna do. And Harry says that he he's familiar with George, George's work. He knows uh, he's heard about him in, in other areas. Various circles. And he knows that poker isn't really George's game, mm. but he knows that George won't be able to resist it. He'll bring enough cash and they'll be able to get all of their coach's money back. And they set up a poker game after hours. That's exactly what happens and Reed Shelton played George. Hmm. He also played Ernie Donado, 
on first and ten, and the covering role of Dr. Barton on St. Elsewhere, though did he really? Because George is a con man, so how do we know? So he needs to go around conning people? Yeah. Is this the Snow Globe universe? Oh well, yeah, that's from St. Elsewhere, yeah. so do we know he's really Dr. Barton? I don't think so. He's going from every every <laughs> different city, conning every TV show. I'd watch that. What as a, as a standalone or like a? That's like a mini series. So back at back at the poker game, George arrives. Coach isn't playing. He's, he's out. Yeah. But who's in the game? It's Cliff, Norm, Harry the Hat. Sam's in for a bit. Carla's in for a bit, and George. Harry's playing with uh, Sam's money, so mm. which is uh, quite a big factor in this yeah because they and need to buy in and they need to buy in they need to need to be able to afford money to bet Harry assures Sam that he, he's not going to lose but by the time we uh, cut towards the end of the game Harry's down on his luck he's not doing very well and he's not really getting the money he promised he would yeah and uh, everyone loses their money to George yeah ev- everyone 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 uh, so they're way beyond the 80 grand that Coach had already lost and they're in kind of big trouble because that's big money big debt aren't they yeah and I, I, this is a hit that I don't think any of them could take no and they figure out Harry and George were kind of conspiring together when they look at Harry's hand when Harry's gone yeah. to the toilet and they see that he's got something like three jacks or some other kind of it's quite a good hand yeah he's got I think he's got three uh, four threes which would have be a straight Harry goes to the bathroom they reveal this and George is kind of stuck he's quite livid about it all he says they're all idiots mm. he kind of threatens Sam yeah. he says I'll tell the police about your illegal gambling mm. you'll lose your liquor licence but then they uh, make a deal with George don't they strike yeah. a deal with the devil they strike a deal with the devil and what, what was the deal coach will sit behind Harry and any time Harry has less than three queens is it yeah coach will scratch his nose as a symbol to George George is going to keep his half of the winnings he'll give Harry's share back to coach so now they're in a, a sort of standoff Harry yeah. and George up for the money coach is behind Harry going to scratch his nose when Harry's going to lose coach has an itchy nose so he scratches it George, I scratched my nose because it was itchy. Right, I saw you do that. It was really itchy, George. George just thinks it's Coach being uh, a bit dim yeah. and trying to make sure George knows it was a signal. Yeah. It wasn't a signal. And, and Harry wins everything and leaves. Yeah, and Sam gets very angry at Harry. Okay, that does it. Harry, I never want to see you come through that door again. Don't worry, Malone, you won't. Caused me to lose a fortune, you old fool. It's a great bit, though, because Sam says, uh, I never want to see you come through that door ever again. Mm. And then what happens? He goes through the back door. Hey! And, uh, yeah, I picked up on this as well, um, which was in two Boys in the bar. Yeah, yeah, Boys in the bar. How you established he knew a secret entrance. Mm. And I thought that was brilliant. So after George has left, Coach bursts out crying. Yeah. Which slowly, quite quite like Joker-esque, turns into a laugh. Yeah. Now, wow, come on, what are you doing? Oh, Sammy, I think he snapped. Can't coach. <laughs> He's laughing. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> and coach is over the moon because Harry steps through the back room with all the money. He's double-conned everyone. Oh, yeah, he was a great... With with the assistance of coach, yeah, and then uh, everyone gets their money back. Yeah, though I did notice in the episode um, when uh, Harry and Cliff are drinking shots together, and it's just a great scene because um, Cliff orders a shot, 
and uh, before he gets a chance to drink it, how it comes in, he goes, I bet I can put a hat over that shot glass and drink it without touching the hat, you know, and uncovering the shot glass. And he was like, okay, pal, you're on. And uh, what he does is <laughs> how he just kind of dips under a chair and makes a kind of glugging drinking sound and then goes, hmm, tasty shot there. And Cliff goes, you didn't drink. And he goes, yeah, I did. Cliff lifts up the hat and Harry quickly takes the shot. <laughs> the best part of that is um, they bet a dime that he can't do it. So, yeah. uh, and then Cliff bets here bets a dime again that he can do it. That Cliff can do it. Yeah. And then goes under the chair, makes the drinking sound. But while he's doing that, Harry lifts the hat and drinks the shot. So Harry got, gets two shots for free. Yeah, I think that it's one of the, the highlights of the episodes, really, is those little moments between characters. One of the big themes, though, can you trust a con? A con's always a con, I suppose. Because in the end, they didn't change Harry of his ways, they just utilised them. Yeah, I think he, he says quite a nice uh, quote, which is... Besides, I don't like the idea of somebody else plucking my pigeons. Which I think is quite a nice sort of territorial... Yeah, he's opportunistic. <laughs> yeah. This is my turf. Get out my yard. There's other themes as well. Elderly abuse, you know, um, particularly in regards to trust. Mm, taking advantage of people. And taking advantage of the elderly because Stan Lee, late in his life, mm. was being taken advantage of by younger people. They were taking money from him, you know, asking for you know, insurance details or bank details because he was unaware to realise it was a scam. You know, it's something which they didn't address too much in this episode directly. Yeah, I thought that was quite quite an interesting point as well. And that was the starting point of the episode, which yeah. was really setting the scene with that. As we've talked upon earlier, in previous episode, he's been the kind of supportive or mentor mm. role. And it's good to see that that support is reciprocated. By everyone. Everyone stays after hours yeah. to help him out. Even pregnant Carla. Do you hear that? I think, is that the door, John? That sounds like the door to me, James. You can go first. There we go. <laughs> How much money had Coach lost to George? It's 80,000. 8,000. 8,000. <laughs> or about 8,000, Coach. Dollars. Dollars. Specifically dollars. We talked a bit about Cliff losing his drinks. How much did he lose on the cost of the drinks? On the cost of the drinks, it was $5 for the shots. $5, yeah. Yeah. What is Carla's suggestion on how to deal with George? It's a, uh, it's a four-part solution. Ask for the money back? No. Kill him. That's closer. Beat him, strip him, take his money, and put him on a bus. Which is apparently how Carla got to Boston. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> what other names does George go by? Oh, I've got the same question. Eddie the Mole, Mole Man, Molly. Or Sid. Yeah, kind of same as well. <laughs> now, Which one's your favourite? Molly. Molly. I quite like Mole Man. Or Sid. If you if you were a con man, what would your name be? Donia LaFontaine. What? <laughs> I think you've got to be James the something or something the James. Oh, that, I see. Harry the Hat, Eddie the Mole. You're just going, James, that's just a name. <laughs> uh, I'd be Sneaky Pete. Because what, what, you're not a good common if you use your actual name. Harry the Hat is his name yeah because he's not a hat so you're going for was it Stinky Pete <laughs> Sneaky Sneaky Pete <laughs> Stinky Pete <laughs> you know that con man Stinky Pete in, uh, in the episode when Coach and Harry and 
Sam are all having their discussion off in the corner, making their plans. Diane is trying to make a Bloody Mary. How do you make a Bloody Mary? You make a vase of it beforehand and leave it in the fridge fire for five hours. That's how Sam makes a Bloody Mary. I, I said you use the pre-made five gallons in the fridge. Yeah. Uh, but I do have a recipe as well. It's a celery in it somewhere, Tabasco sauce. Uh, dashes of Worcestershire sauce. That's it. Tabasco. Salt and pepper. Maybe alcohol at some point. Oh, I think I've uh, only got half, half of uh, half <laughs> the thing here. Half of Bloody Mary. <laughs> I've only got half the ingredients here. So <laughs> I've only got the dry ingredients. Vodka. Vodka and uh, tomato sauce. Yeah. Tomato juice. Tomato sauce. <laughs> Might start that again. What kind of drink are you making? Uh, I like the, the line where um, Sam's like, why, why didn't you use the one in the fridge? And Carly goes, I wanted to see her try to make vodka. Just squeeze a potato. <laughs> so you do vodka, squeeze a potato? Either that or protein. So, final call. What are we drinking? Well, it's going to have to be Bloody Mary. Yeah, five gallons from the fridge. Five, five gallons of Bloody Mary. Um, hold, hold the celery. Hold the celery. I'm all right. I might have it as a snack. But what have we learned this episode? We've learned you can trust a con, but depends which one. Choose your con wisely. Not any con. It was lovely having Harry back for it this was. episode. Glad that Coach got his money back as well. Oh, yes. Good for Coach. Always avoid being swindled. If you can. If you can. And if you can't, tell someone. They might yeah. be able to help. People are there to help. People like, are your friends. It's like an advice column now. That's why people listen. We give great advice. If you'd like any advice on any of your uh, scenarios where you've been conned, drop us a message. Yeah. Thank you for listening. This has been Where Nobody Knows Your Name. <laughs> <laughs>